Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just getting rolling here on this Friday night edition of Overtime. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Taking you up to 10 o'clock before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. Coming up in about an hour and 10 minutes or so, our pal Kevin Sheehan, the host of the Kevin Sheehan Show, weekdays 10 to 1 over on our sister station, the Team 980. He is set to join the program. We will pepper him with a bunch of questions about what the hell happened last night to the Burgundy in gold. All week leading up to Thursday Night Football, in all honesty, I had never... Seen a town so optimistic. I had never seen a town so hell-bent on supporting their 2-2 two and two football team. And for good reason. They went up to Philadelphia on Sunday. Fresh off of getting their teeth kicked in by the Buffalo Bills. And said, hold up, Slim. I'm going to show you exactly who the hell we are. Yeah, they didn't come up with the victory. But the intestinal fortitude that they showed on Sunday, the the energy, the effort, the attitude, the focus that they came out with on Sunday, back-to-back scoring drives to start the football game, it felt good. Looked good on Sunday against Philadelphia, but they always say the NFL, unlike any other sport, is a week-to-week business. On Sunday, Washington looked like they could compete with any team, not not just in the NFC, in the National Football League. Think about how pundits nationally talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. And Washington had their ass on the rope. It's what makes last night so inexplicable. It's what makes last night so gut-wrenching. The Chicago Bears coming in last night, 0-4, in the midst of a 14-game losing streak, the longest in the history of the franchise, I believe. You had them served up for you on a silver platter on Thursday Night Football, and they laid an egg. And as I've gotten to rewatch the game, 
as I've gotten more time to sit back and think about why last night happened, I said it at the top of the show. It is embarrassing the way that this defense, led by Jack Del Rio, has completely regressed. Think about how ignorant we sounded this offseason. All offseason long. All offseason long. The reason we were so optimistic about this football team is because last year, outside of the first four weeks of the season, they played like a top 10 unit. Number one in the NFL in opponent third down conversion percentage. Top 10 against the pass. Top 10 against the run. The only issue that they had was not turning people over enough. And they went out and addressed that supposedly this offseason with their first-round pick, rookie cornerback Emmanuel Forbes. We'll get to him in a second. But all the moves, or all the discussion, excuse me, this offseason was centered around this defense and if they could take a step forward. Offensively, we knew there'd be hiccups. We knew there would be growing pains. Second-year, fifth-round quarterback. First-time play caller. Patchwork offensive line. All the excuses were baked in for the offense. Defensively, though, no excuse. Year four of this system. Think about all of the resources you have poured into that side of the football, whether it be financially with contract extensions or whether it be with draft picks. I believe there are six first-round picks littered across that Washington defense. The four up front along the defensive line, the one linebacker, and then Emmanuel Forbes, their first-round pick from this past year. The Commanders last night gave up plays of 58 yards, 56 yards, 39 yards, 34 yards, 32 yards. I mean, come on. You gave up points. Chicago did not punt the football until the third quarter. At some point last night, I was waiting for Amazon Prime to give us the shot on the sideline of somebody putting their foot in somebody's ass. But all I could see was Chase Young staring out 10,000 feet. Sam Howe staring out 10,000 feet. Where was the energy? Where was the life in this football team last night? After last night, you gave up 40 damn points. They're on pace. And this is what's so alarming about all of this, guys. This defense, all offseason, we sat here and talked about maybe they can be a top five group. Maybe they can be the best group. This group through five weeks is on pace to give up 544 points this year. That would be the most allowed in a single NFL season. This defense, realistically speaking, is playing some of the worst football in the history of the sport. But like I said, the coaching staff, the players, you can't talk yourself out of this one. Here's Ron Rivera earlier this afternoon trying to explain this defense's slow start. Take a listen. Well, I'm, I'm, a, little dis- I'm a little disappointed more so than I am surprised. I just think that um, you know, some of the things that we have to do is we have to, we have to play a little bit more discipline. Um, we've got to tr- stop trying to do more than we need to. 
uh, and do our jobs. Probably the basic thing that, you know, goes to it. You know, and, and as I said, you know, we're taking a look at some of the things that we're doing with them. You know, are we truly putting them in the best position to make plays? And, and that's the thing that, you know, we have to look at and go through in the next, uh, you know, next day. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not one to go out and call for someone's job. Because I know it's not as black and white and it's not as simple as it's the player's fault or it's the coach's fault. It is a combination of the both. They looked totally ill-prepared last night. And from the player's standpoint, they came out completely flat. As a grown-ass professional athlete who makes millions and millions of dollars, why should someone have to kick you in your ass before you decide to play hard? Because this is now a reoccurring theme. You had to get down against Denver. You had to get down against Buffalo before they started to fight back. It's not good. It's not good. In this game, in pro sports in general, man, you want guys who are self-motivators, who have internal drive. And it seems like right now this young football team, as we keep calling them, is lacking that. I don't give a damn how young this football team is. They've all been here for the better part of four years. It's put up or shut up time at this point for me, man. Straight up. 32 points per game being given up. You can't stop the run. You can't stop giving up big plays. What is the bright spot moving forward about this Washington Commanders defense? You know what I think the bright spot is? They got 10 days off. And you can bet your bottom dollar, one way or another, some sort of change could be happening. Some sort of change could be on the horizon. Now, the big question is, in what way does that change occur? Because you benched Emmanuel Forbes last night. You probably should be benching Cody Barton's ass next. Can I just, can I just give you all Cody Barton's pro football focus grade through five weeks? And I'm the first one to tell you that pro football focus is far from gospel. All these analytics, you have to use context when talking and discussing about it. But Cody Barton has a 37.8 pro football focus grade. That was one of your, quote-unquote, marquee free agent signings. He sucks. Been clamoring about it since the preseason. It's not good enough. How many losses have to pile up before accountability is taken, before action is delivered? Can't keep continuing to roll the same product out there over and over and over again, and expecting some sort of different results. I want to take your calls on this, though, man. MGM National Harbor Lester Lines, wide open, 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I said it a moment ago. The 2023 Washington Commanders are on pace to give up 544 points this year. That would be the most points ever ever allowed in a single NFL season, something has to change. I want to hear from you guys. Who do you blame for Washington's poor defensive start? Is it the players? Is it the coaches? Is it the front office for picking the bad players? Talk to me. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. When we come back, we'll let you hear from the head coach, Ron Rivera, once more. 
He spoke earlier today and talked about potential changes he could make to improve this defense. We'll take your calls and hear from Ron Rivera next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor list of lines. Taking up to 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. But right now, obviously, let's get into it, man. I don't want to waste any more time. The Washington Commanders last night absolutely embarrassed at home in prime time against the Chicago Bears. They give up 40 points. Justin Fields and company over 450 yards of total offense. They were down 27 to 3 at the half. And it feels like rock bottom right now. Not going to lie to you. I always say it, man. I speak for the younger sector of this fan base. What the hell did we watch last night? I swear to you, I didn't think last night's result was possible. I swear I didn't. Based on all the positive momentum that's behind this franchise right now going in last night. It's a tough place to be in. It's a tough place to be in. The question I want to ask you all out there on the MGM National Harbor list of lines, pretty straightforward. Who do you blame for Washington's poor defensive start? Because right now it seems like that is the clear, most pressing issue for this franchise. Sam Howell in the offense at times last night looked damn good. The running game at times, when they commit to it, has looked damn good. But consistently through the first five weeks of this season, this defense has completely underachieved. And what's worse about all of it, the thing that's so disheartening, the commanders have a defensive-minded head coach in Ron Rivera. They have a former head coach in Jack Del Rio as their defensive coordinator. And oh, like I said, to make matters worse, They've used five of their seven picks in the top two rounds on defense under Ron Rivera, yet in year four, this is the product that they're putting out on the field. 30th in yards allowed. 29th against the run. 28th versus the pass. 20th 
in terms of getting their opponent off the field on third down. At what point is enough going to be enough? See, me, I'm hoping the next 10 days bring some changes from this organization. Ron Rivera earlier this afternoon was asked pretty specifically, will there be changes to this commander's coaching staff? Ron, you mentioned last night that you'll review everything and look to make necessary adjustments. At this point, do you expect that to include any changes to the staff? No, no. We've, what, game five, we've got 12 left to play. Um, there's plenty of football left, and we haven't had an opportunity to finish uh, you know, working on things that I talked about last night. we still got several things to go through. It's Ron Rivera last or earlier this afternoon being pretty candid, almost shrugging off the question, like making changes to the staff. It's just completely out of the question. Newsflash, Ron, like I continue to say, you can't talk your way out of this one. You're not thinking about making changes to your staff, yet your defense has quite literally on pace to be the worst ever after being a top five group last year. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. And look, beautiful part about it is this. I don't ever want to call for people's jobs. I understand how delicate and precious it is to be a coach in the National Football League, and this is how people feed their families. I understand all of that. But this is the only profession in the world where you get to consistently underperform and there be no consequences. That's all I'm looking for is consequences at this point. Accountability. For a group that was supposed to come in here and change the culture. Yeah, the guys may like each other in the locker room. How about they like each other enough to play harder for each other? Because what we've seen The last three weeks defensively just isn't good enough. It's just not. Let's go to Rob out in the Haymarket. What's going on, Rob? Rob, are you there, my man? Skip over, Rob. Let's go to Lou. DC, what's going on, Lou? Big L, what's going on, bro? How you doing? (sighs) Trying to. Could be better. Trying to keep sane. Trying to keep sane. Yeah, I mean, like you say, there it had to be accountability, man. You just can't, you know, doing the same thing. It ain't working. So, the one thing that you know you mentioned about Cody, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you mentioned Cody, but they they bench Forbes, right? So why is he special when we got Andre Jones? <laughs> you got Khalid Hudson in the bench. You got um, Jabril Cox on the on the roster as well, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. so you telling me those guys can't? I don't like. I, you, you telling me they can't? They can't help the team? I'm, I'm confused. Like <laughs> it, it just don't add up. The things that he say on on the pro, like, come on, man. He lies too much, and he lies too much. He need to held. I mean, he need to be held accountable. And I, I'm sure you know Magic. You know he watched the game. Josh, they watched the game. Like I said, you know, this is this ain't the old regime. So he he, he thinks he's gonna he gonna get away with it. Nah, he he got another thing coming. So hopefully, you know, they, you know, uh, if we lose again, maybe the next game or or the following game, I think it's time, man. JDR, both of them, man, they they gotta wow. go, man. They, they they not getting it done, man. This is, I mean, you got the top ten, like, come on, man. These guys are top what top twenty draft picks. 
all of them first round, and you telling me this is the best that you could get out of them? I mean, Greg Williams, come on, man. I mean, can we get make some calls and and get him out here and try to coach these guys? Might be the only solution, Lou. We appreciate the call, man. I think I think that's probably the most frustrating part about all of it, man, is that there is there's a situation right now with this team where it feels like there aren't any answers. Because I'll be honest with you, firing Jack Del Rio to me, maybe it sends a, a wake-up call to the rest of the locker room and they naturally play better. But damn, Emmanuel Forbes got benched. Cody Barton, as Lou put it, probably should be benched. At what point, at what point do you look yourself in the mirror as a player and say, you know what, I'm going to be the guy responsible for turning this around? That's what I'm looking for. Nothing makes my stomach turn more than watching the TV copy back and they show the shots of our lifeless sideline. Just lifeless. Let's go to Andrew and rest him. What's going on, Andrew? Hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, that game was uh, beyond belief. Uh, watching the secondary just got beat like a drum over and over. And Justin Fields looked like in second coming to Joe Montana and Joe Namath put together. It was pitiful. And uh, the the answer is real simple. Basically, uh, they used to, uh, they've got to uh, get a new defensive coordinator because I mean it's a disgrace. And there's no excuse to have, be beat like this week after week. And I've never seen a team that's actually better on the road than at their own stadium. <laughs> so uh, what we got now is the homecoming team. Well, we're the homecoming team, the get rights, whatever you want to call it. And uh, Justin Field hadn't won a game in a year, and he comes out looking this great and. Everybody getting record yardage. And we're playing we're playing backups. The Bears backups which makes it even worse, more humiliating. So uh I don't know what the answer is. Uh, basically Rivera can stay the year and then hopefully uh, this will be the end of that him. Andrew, I appreciate the call as always, my man. One eight hundred six three six one oh six seven is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listing Lines. Trying to get to the bottom of what the hell happened last night. Who do you blame for Washington's poor defensive start here in the first five weeks of the season? The numbers, when you do a deep dive, are not pretty. Every analytic, every metric that you measure defense based off of, Washington is horrible. Let's just call it what it is. This is not a good group at this point in time. It's just not. And the thing that is so discouraging about all of it is it feels like there's no real answer to it. One answer, potentially, could be putting players in a better position to succeed. Ron Rivera, earlier today, spoke about that. Well, a lot of it has, uh, some of it has to do with looking at some of the, uh, some of the choices that we, we make calls on, and that's one thing that, to do it. Um, giving them some liberties with some of the techniques or demanding certain things with certain techniques that just have to be done. There's, there's no... There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When I hear that audio clip, doesn't it sound like, and I'm not trying to stir the pot when I say this, but just based on the explanation that we've gotten here on a consistent basis, doesn't it seem like there's some sort of disconnect between the staff and the players? When you are giving up big plays at the alarming rate that Washington is, there has to be has to be some sort of disconnect 
between what they're being taught and what they're actually going out there and doing. Straight up. Straight up. And this is not the first time we've heard this type of issue, this type of excuse for the football team. My favorite, my favorite excuse that was given today, by the way, from Ron Rivera and company, our pal Sam Fortier of the Washington Post. Really astute question, honestly. Basically came out and asked Ron Rivera, do you think, do you think this defense is giving up explosive plays because of the increased emphasis that you all have put on trying to turn the football over? Are you kidding me? And Ron Rivera comes out and says, well, you know what? That might, might be the case. Give me a break. Give me a break. Guys aren't making plays. Call it what the hell it is. You weren't getting the turnovers last year, and you weren't giving up the explosive plays. You're still not forcing the turnovers. Now you're giving up explosive plays. See, I have a really hard time blaming coaches. I do. And I get the frustration that y'all have in the fan base. It's frustrating when you see Montez Sweat get dropped into pass coverage on third down. It's frustrating when you see our cornerbacks playing seven yards off the football. I get that. I get that. But guess what? Guys got to execute. The play don't care who makes it. Straight up. The play does not care who makes it. And the problem with this defense, just aren't enough guys making plays. Just call it what it is, man. Let's go to Yarrett in Arlington. What's going on, Yarrett? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Let me say this. I love, I love your energy. First and foremost, the team need your energy to begin with. Secondly, I mean, there is no way getting around this. The only person who's going to get a blame for this is the head coach. He's the one who selects the player. He's the one who selects his staff. And last year, they let go the offensive coordinator. And I think the same year, they let go the defensive line coach, right? Mm -hmm. At some point, it's going to come to you because if you're just changing people and it's the same result, then that should tell you that's you. And once again, he signed Cody. That was your free agent signing. In the meantime, who did he replace? He let go Holcomb, right? Holcomb was much better than him. So you pay more money for a player who's underperforming. And then you want to make someone a scapegoat? I understand he's a rookie. It's only four games. But in the same token, you pass on Gonzalez to pick up this guy. Don't come out here and tell me his technique needs to be fixed. I mean, you watch NFL before you drafted him. I mean, I <laughs> you just preach it, understand. man. You preach right. it. Yeah, and I appreciate the call as always, Thank my you, man. Buddy. And and what Yared's talking about is 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 Emmanuel Forbes, and I don't want to. I don't want to be a pile-on artist for Emmanuel Forbes. He's had a rough start to his career. The cornerback position, to me, is harder than any in terms of adjusting from the college game to the pro level. But damn it, at some point, you got to make plays. And I, I applaud Ron Rivera and company for having the stones to say, you know what? Hey, son, your technique, the way you're playing in general, it's not working. Let me get a better option out there. Danny Johnson came in. Danny Johnson got beat. Danny Johnson also made a big-time tackle. At the end of the day, I don't even care. It's about showing the guys, the rest of the guys on the roster, the rest of the guys on the defense, if you do not perform, I got to get someone else in there who's going to do the damn job better. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can tweet at me as well. 
It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Who are you blaming for Washington's poor defensive start? They are on pace to give up the most points ever in a National Football League season. Who are you pointing the blame at? We'll take your calls on that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Fan. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listing Lines. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. Plenty of show to get to here. We'll continue to talk all things burgundy and gold coming up at about 8.15. Our pal Kevin Sheehan, the host of the Kevin Sheehan Show weekdays 10 to 1 over on our sister station, the Team 980. He's set to join us coming up at 8.15. We'll talk all things burgundy and gold and try to get to the bottom of what happened last night. A little bit later on in the program, though, get a national, some national perspective on the Washington Commanders. ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky set to join the program coming up at 9.15. He has been busting down the film and getting an in-depth look at the new starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders, Sam Howell. So we'll make sure we uh, ask Dan Orlovsky how he felt you know, Sam Howell played last night and what he's looked like throughout the first month of this season. And I'll be honest with you, said this last night during the postgame show. If I would have told you back in August, right, that this offensive line through the first month of the season will have far and away outperformed this defense, you'd think I was on some type of crazy pills. God honest truth. You'd think I was set tripping it is I, I can't even I can't even put it into words I really struggle to do I struggle to put it into words how I feel about what we've seen defensively over the first month of the season over the last four weeks the commanders their opponents have scored a total of 33 points 37 points 34 points and 40 points Now, that includes defensive touchdowns and short fields, but nonetheless, 36 points per game for Washington's opponent over the past month of the season. 
It's just not good enough. It's just not. And the thing that is so disheartening about all of it, and I continue to say it, it feels like there's no quick fix. It feels like there's no solution. Be straight up with you. It's one of the biggest falls from grace and glory that I've ever seen. I mean, it is so maddening. All offseason. All offseason. Full transparency. The defense is really the only reason we thought the team was worth the damn. Let's just call it what it is. They carried this unit at times last year. All we kept saying is, oh, we're a quarterback away. Oh, we're a quarterback away. Oh, it's the offensive line. Oh, if the offensive line can protect Sam better, we'll have a better shot. It doesn't matter what the hell the offense does. They've improved drastically from last year to this year. In every category, points per game, yards per game, red zone efficiency, you name it, they are night and day better on the offensive side of the football. When you have the most moving parts, first-time coordinator, fifth-round rookie quarterback, let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. Yesterday was Sam Howell's sixth career start. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. You have all those variables going on on the offensive side of the football, yet they're finding a way to be good enough to win. They're finding a way to move the football. And yeah, they have their hiccups. They give up sacks. They turn it over every now and then. But damn it, they've played winning football on offense the past couple of weeks. They have. They have. And I'm not trying to completely free Eric Bieniemy in the offensive blame. But man, baby steps. Always said it about this Washington offense. It's more to me about the process than it is the game-by-game results. And the game-by-game results, look, you're two and three. It ain't been perfect. It ain't been horrible either. But I keep going back to this defense. I'll read this stat till I'm blue in the damn face. This Washington defense is on pace to give up the most points ever allowed in a single NFL season. I, I can't really name one thing right now that this Washington Commanders defense is doing well. Yet the head coach of this team, Ron Rivera, came out earlier today and said, no, I don't anticipate making any changes to this staff. Well, now I want to get to the bottom of it. Who do you blame for Washington's poor defensive start throughout the first five weeks of the season? Let's go to Mike out in Maryland. What's going on, Mike? Hey, um, I just want to be uh, real brief. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a um, commanders fan. However, uh, I think y'all DMV people, y'all just making a big deal out this loss. What? They only had what? They only had four days. Doesn't uh, matter. Four days to they, play. Were, they were Crazy. outscored 27 to 3 in the first half. They had 81 yards of total offense. They gave up they points and didn't if, force if a point to the second half. They would have won. If they would have played on Sunday, they would have won. They would have won. If, if, if they would have played, you know, three more days right. later, whatever. I think that, and, and, I not, had, and if I had a million, fan. and if I had a million dollars, Mike, I'd be rich. And if I had a million dollars, Mike, I'd be rich. No, Washington, y'all way better than Chicago. They just, I mean, I, I just believe that y'all, y'all was had seven days, y'all would have 
beat Chicago's butt. Mike, I understand you're a Cowboys opinion. fan. You're gonna make me. You're gonna make me pick against no, your no, team no. on Sunday. Because look, because look, we Mike. got our butts kicked by by Cardinals, and we didn't have you know four days. I have no. Excuse. Yeah, have you, you no didn't get your butts kicked. You lost. There's team. a difference between losing by twenty and losing on the last second field goal. Mike, come on. You get what I'm saying. Y'all was just tired. That's just my opinion. Y'all Appreciate was... the call, Mike. Good gracious. Didn't think a Cowboys fan uh, would be the one coming over to try to address us at the moment. That is that is ridiculous. I don't see how this is an overreaction at all. I mean, one week, four days, four minutes, four hours. We lost to a team that hasn't won a game since last October. 14 straight losses. 14 straight losses. Why is it that teams get right against us? The first month of the season, Philadelphia's pass offense was non-existent. Non-existent the first month of the season. Yet they play us, and Jalen Hurts reverts back to MVP form. At what point are the guys in the locker room going to check them damn selves? Take a look in the mirror. It's not good enough. Year four in the same system, yet we're giving out explosive play after explosive play after explosive play. We are historically bad defensively right now, and I'm overreacting? You think this is an overreaction? Get the hell out of here. Washington has used five of their seven picks in the top two rounds on defense under this regime. Yet I'm overreacting about them being historically bad. David is in Ashburn. What's going on, David? Hi, how you doing? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah, the whole problem with this defense comes down to fundamentals. I was watching that game and so many arm tackles. I've seen better tackling in high school football. These guys don't know any fundamentals. It's I don't know who's coaching them or where they learn to play. But you, you can't win games with arm tackles. You can't tackle professionals with arm tackles. It's, it's I mean, it's watching them. They just look so unprofessional. They look like high school kids. I wish you were wrong. I wish you were wrong, David. I really do. Hey, I wish I was wrong too. It's it, it's just, it's. I'm watching them. And I'm saying, who taught these people? Who's coaching these people? It's like I don't know what they're, what they're doing in practice. They must not be practicing at uh, practicing at all, David. To see a group to see a group come out and just be that ill prepared, there's just no explanation for it, man. It's just none. So I've seen I've seen better high school tackling than I've seen on this team. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. David, I appreciate the call as always, man. I and the thing that stinks about all of this, I guess it stinks. I guess it's I guess it's bad. They got ten days to sit on this. Ten days before they take on the Atlanta Falcons. The one message, though, as angry and as frustrated as I am, I'm a fan just like y'all are. The one message I will continue to give and continue to relay to y'all is week five. Yeah, 12 more cracks at it. 12 more bites at the apple, so to speak. Something's got to give, though. You got to change. Whether it's a coordinator change, whether it's a defensive play caller change, whether it's a personnel change with the starters, something's got to give. You cannot continue to put this product on the field defensively and expect people to come out and support this crap. I feel bad for the people last night who spent their hard-earned dollars, their hard-earned dollars, on that crap show that we saw. Kirk is out in Oakton. 
What's going on, Kurt? Yeah, hey, I'm going to lift up your spirits a little. Uh-huh. My my team's worse than your team right now. <laughs> Who do you root for, Kurt? I'm a New York Giants fan, and I feel like we've given up altogether. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't feel like I feel like they've given up. I mean, what's mm. your take? Look, the Giants, the, the Giants are a sad case. Kirk, if you take out the second half comeback against the Arizona Cardinals, the Giants have been outscored by 99 points this year. So if there's a fan base that I can empathize with, if there's a fan base that gets what the hell we got going on here in D.C., it is for damn sure the Giants. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Kirk, I don't know what's going on. It's just probably a product of you being a Giants fan, but your phone sounds horrible, my friend. Appreciate the call. I mean, I just, speaking of the Giants, by the way, you got the Giants coming up twice in the span of a month. This this next stretch of play that they're getting ready to enter is very quite literally the most important stretch of the season. Four out of your next five on the road at Seattle, at New England, at Atlanta, at the Giants, and you got the Philadelphia Eagles at home sandwiched in between those four contests. You are going to find out exactly who the hell you are here in this next month. You are going to find out exactly what type of team you have here in the next month. It's easy to pack it in. It's easy to be upset. It's easy to be frustrated. But y'all know damn well, y'all are addicts just like I am. I'm wearing the patch right now. I can't help myself. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I'll be in front of the TV next Sunday in Atlanta hoping, praying that this group got their act together during the week. Dante's in D.C. What's going on, Dante? Hey, man. What's going on? What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm good. So... Here's what I see, straight up. I see that the team has a tremendous amount of talent, but at the same time, the team doesn't always have the right level of effort. And to be honest with you, the key to the effort comes from your most expensive players on defense. And depending upon the matchup, Mm. that triggers how things will go in a game. I thought the team played very well and should have beat Philly. But at the same time, I didn't see the same effort against Chicago. Um, And specifically, Chicago had a couple of matchups that just killed them on big plays. I mean, you can't go man-to-man coverage as much as they did, Dante. I don't know how much X's of those you really know, but they lived in man last night. They got their ass gashed. Yeah, the the man coverage doesn't work. And here's something that I noticed. A lot of people said Chase Young played great. I didn't think so. I thought he had some plays where he exploded. But I think when he gets caught up in a play and he doesn't explode – he doesn't keep the continuous effort to follow through on the backside on plays. I see what Montez Sweat does that. I see what Jonathan Allen does that. And I see what Deron Payne has learned to do that. I think that impacts how things happen and give up big plays. Dante, let me, let, me, so let, me, I, let, me, let me let me cut you off here for a second and give you some numbers. Chase Young, by far, through the first five weeks, has been this team's most productive pass rusher. I know what the sack numbers say for Montez. 
But in terms of pass rush win rate and impact on the game and generating a consistent push, I, I, I don't know what you're watching. I think I know what the numbers say, but I'm watching the game. I don't see him making that same well, second look, effort. Well, look, Most I, I feel you. It, look, look, it looks, it looks different than what it looks like with the kid in Cleveland, Miles Garrett. It looks different than what you see in Pittsburgh with T.J. Watt. It looks different yes. than what you see with all the with Von Miller and Buffalo. I get that. I get that, but I don't. I think he's been more of a bright spot than he has been a, a detriment to the group. Yeah, I don't think he's a detriment. But what I'm saying is. He's, he's so talented. When he doesn't beat you off the play, it seems like he hasn't figured out how to put together that second gear to keep it coming. I hear you. I hear you. Hey, look, hey, look Nante, I appreciate the call as always. We're up against the 1-800-636-1067. is the number on the MGM National Harbor list of lines. We'll keep the lines open for you. Who are you angry at? Who are you placing the blame on for Washington's slow defensive start? I'll continue to say the stat all night long. Through the first five weeks of the season, Washington on pace to give up the most points ever in a single NFL season. They're 30th in yards allowed. They're 29th against the run. They're 28th against the pass. Who do you blame for Washington's slow defensive start? We'll take more of your calls here next. This is the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 